All right. Well, here today with uh, Robin Royals and, and Darren Ertle. Uh, I'm Darren Ertle. Give you a little bit of my background. I own uh, Keiko Deep Analytics. We're a, uh, a company that helps your business uh, become more profitable. Target market is uh, small to mid-sized businesses, primarily in the service uh, arena. Uh, Robin, you want to talk at all, talk a little bit about your your organization and who you are? Yeah, uh, my name's Robin Royals. I'm a um, an author, a entrepreneur uh, with many years of experience. My clients kind of refer to me as a safe pair of hands because they trust me and a lot of the things that they ask me to do for them requires a high level of trust. Um, you know, Harry Truman once said that a expert is someone who's afraid to learn anything new because he wouldn't be considered an expert anymore. I really work with narrowly focused experts and, and take them on a journey to turn them into highly valued trusted advisors. So that's a great that's a great perspective, Robin. So what um, what 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 kind of client do you primarily work with today? Uh, uh, mainly uh, business business owners, um, and it's not uh, any 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 particular business. I mean, I, my my background had primarily been in financial services, but what I found is as I've um, gotten out and worked with more um, small to medium-sized businesses that um, my clients kind of, it doesn't really matter as much what they do. Um, they, they have many of the same, the same needs. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. So you mentioned that you're, you mentioned uh, in your introduction, Robin, that you're an author. Yes. So I understand you got a book coming out here in the near future. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I'm sitting here looking at the cover uh, to my book. I just uh, had a, uh, a guy work on it for me, and it's entitled A, a Safe Pair of Hands. Uh, and, it's, and it's subtitled Achieve Business Success with the Royal Treatment. Uh, and, okay. and, and what it's about is it's about my journey. Um, from a underprivileged background growing up in Detroit uh, to the halls of the Ivy League. I was fortunate enough to attend the, the Warden School of Business, University of Pennsylvania, uh, considered by many to be one of the, the most revered um, universities in, 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 the, in the world. And from there, ended up uh, working with General Electric for over 20 years. Uh, and that's where, you know, really learned about business. Absolutely. I mean, so, so you're, you, when you say journey, I, I, you know, I think, I think that's kind of an understatement really, you know, I, I think that's, I think it's awesome what you've been able to achieve over, over your lifetime, Robin. I think it's, I think it's just a, a great, great testament and story to you as well as your family, right. To be where you're at today. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I think I've been I, I I've been blessed um, when I look at where um, where where I started, and 
it just so many people that I met along the way uh, that aren't here anymore uh, for, for various reasons. But I feel like athletics, um, my, my intellect and, and grace um, enabled me to take a alternative course that as a young kid seemed to be destined for working in one of the automotive plants. Growing up in Detroit, in, you know, in a city where we had three of the Fortune 10 companies at that time, right in the city between Ford, Chrysler, and General Motors, most kids had to make a choice between whether or not they wanted to go on and, and, and seek higher education or just go directly to uh, working in the automotive plants. Uh, and I, I truly believe that that's what our high schools are training us to do. Uh, not to really go on to college, but to, to enable us to go in and, you know, and, and, and fill those much needed roles in those plants for the automotive companies. Hmm. Interesting perspective. Well, you, you talk, you, you talk in your book about, uh, about kind of some of the, some of the beginnings that you had and, uh, you talk about that in the context of process. Can you spend just a couple minutes and, and uh, uh, talk, talk, talk about what your what, you know, really kind of what process has, has meant to you over, over time, Robin? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's my, my early career. I, I, I worked in, in public accounting and I was just an auditor for a you know, big eight accounting firms. I guess they're big three or big, big four nowadays, but so I'm aging myself a little bit here, um, but the, uh, you and me both. Yeah. So I, you know, I would work at these, this accounting firm and we'd go in and we'd do what we called a preliminary, preliminary audit. And the preliminary audit was you would go in mid-year before the, the year end was, was here and you would test uh, the strength of the internal controls of the company that you were auditing. And, and based upon the strength or weakness, weaknesses of that and those internal controls, determine how much year-end audit work you're going to have to do. So, for example, if you went in and, and, and you found that they had good controls, they had good segregation of duties, um, that you, know, you could rely on the information that was coming out of that system, thus, when you came in to do the, the year-end audit, you wouldn't have to look at as much information. But if you came in and you found that there was no internal controls, um, you had to come in and do a full-blown, you know, labor-intensive audit at the end of the year to, you know, to attest to the fact that, that these numbers were, um, were, were accurate. I first became introduced to, you know, first came introduced to process as I would talk to people within these companies that were working kind of like on the back end of the process, you got the front end, you got more customer facing people, the sales, sales people and stuff like that. And then on the back end, you've got people who are internally working in operations to make sure that that work gets processed, gets booked properly. Uh, and, you know, the product or service goes out the door the right way. So as I would talk to these people trying to, what we called at the time, generate a flow chart. Nowadays it's called process maps, 
um, you you would find that you know management would 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 <laughs> hold certain people in high regard because they were the person who, as I used to say, make that piece of paper go away. So you could go to Susie and you could say, Susie, what do I do with this? I don't know what to do with this piece of paper. She would be the one who could tell you, oh yeah, just give it to me and I'll take care of it. But because things weren't documented, there wasn't existing flowcharts, and you didn't really know what Susie was doing. What you assumed was she was doing something magical to get rid of the piece of paper. When we flowcharted this thing out and got it down on paper, we often found that Susie really didn't do that much. You know, Susie just was the one who had all this kind of information in her head. And um, we had deemed her to be what we called a subject matter expert, somebody who, you know, if that person wasn't in place, then this, this, this organization couldn't operate. We couldn't live without Susie. But once you mapped it out and saw what Susie did, you realized that, I mean, it didn't really even require a high level of, of education or a high level of knowledge to do what Susie was doing. Um, so at that point, I would just say, I don't understand why people talk about process or talk about what they do in the way that they do because they just make it seem a lot harder than it really is. So I got on this kick almost in my, my, my first job out of college of just trying to go through and simplify things. There's a simpler way to do things. There's a simpler way for us to talk about this. There's a simpler way to get this done, but we make it more complex when things aren't documented, they're not, they're not written down, and these people hold themselves out as being subject matter experts. Yeah, great. That's a great perspective, Rob, and I I agree wholeheartedly. I, I you know, it, the the a couple things that that you hit on there. One was somebody being a subject matter expert when in fact they just they just know the process and yes. they know how to skirt the process, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then we hold them up in high. We we held them up at one point in time in high regard, and and today I think people understand that you know the Susies of the world that, that could subvert that process, that's actually a negative, right? Particularly mm -hmm. when, you know, particularly when you're wanting to have controls in place. Right, Robin? Absolutely. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we I think documenting your processes and understanding what you really do exposes the Susies of the world and allows you to become much more efficient at what you do in the company. Mm -hmm. because you don't understand your process and you don't document it, you're going to have, there's always going to be Susie's in these companies. Um, yep. And, you know, we, we had, fortunately we flushed them out doing our preliminary audit work and jobs that I had later on in my career. We, we really focused on flushing, flushing them out there too and become better at, you know, in operations and doing what we did. Yeah, great, great point. So one, one thing you um, one thing you talk about in your book is um, process equality, right? Yeah. So you, you one of the one of the notions that you throw out there is that not all processes are created equal, and in fact, um, you know, it's the it's the processes that are customer facing that uh, are the most important what kind of expound on that a little bit if you would please Robert. yeah it's kind of another another pet peeve i've had you know people throw around the term a lot you hear people talk about 
it's, it's a, you know, in sports, the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, it's a process. Well, it's followed a process. You know, it's all about the process. And I would say, well, what are they talking about? Uh, and <clears throat> what, what I've found when I talk to <clears throat> businesses that I've worked with is that they get frustrated because they say, well, you know, we said we need, we need to focus on uh, fixing our process. And they'll say, well, you know, I got, I've got a lot of them. I've got so many. And I say, yeah, you do, but they're not all important. And they said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, think about it. Um, what's core, what's the core thing that you do from standpoint of, of the, the service or product that you offer? What, it, what is that? What is the, what is, what are the, 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 the core, um, uh, to your business that if you do that and you do that better than, than your competition, it separates you from your competition. Some of the processes that exist in a business doesn't do that. Uh, example, uh, accounts payable. Um, when was the last time you sent a customer a bill and they called you on the phone and they said, Darren, <clears throat> thank you for sending me this bill. I can't believe how good this bill looks, the way you laid it out, the fonts that you used, the coloration. And guess what? Everything that you did for me is laid out in that invoice. And you know what? <laughs> And the numbers actually add up. It foots. Wow, what a great job. Of course, what I'm, what I'm suggesting here is ridiculous. Um, but the only point I'm trying to make is that's not, it's important that you bill people when you get paid. Don't get me wrong. But you being world-class at generating and sending out an, an invoice uh, for your accounts payable it's not what differentiates you from your competition. You know, someone who does that for a living and that's all that they do. So that back office activity is a front office activity for them. They're going to do it a lot better for you. They're going to be more efficient at it and frees you up so you can spend time on doing the things that are core to your business. Um, you know, selling better, generating a, you know, producing a better product. Those are the things that are going to keep you in business in the long run. It's not going to be uh, the fact that you are good at, you know, sending out a bill, good at doing accounting. Yeah, you have to account for things. You have to do all that. But you could outsource uh, a lot of that work to someone else who does it better than you can. And then you can focus on what's core to your business. Yeah, it's a, that's a great perspective, Robin. The, the whole idea of core processes versus non-core processes, identifying opportunities for outsourcing. You know, a lot of, a lot of business owners um, and organizations don't, don't really think of that, but I think it's, it's something that's, that's so important to uh, maturing an organization, right? Recognizing the fact that, you know what, we don't have to be perfect at everything. We just need to be perfect at the stuff that, that really means something mm -hmm. and all that other stuff we can have, we can hire that done and we can get it done cheaper, better, and faster. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so when, uh, when might we see the, this, uh, this book becoming available, Robin? Well, you know, I can, I can, um, I project that it will be done be 
before the end of this year. Okay. I'm, I'm in the second edit of the book uh, and working on like some of the, the finer details. I'm, I'm, I'm much closer to the end than I am <laughs> to the beginning now. And okay. you feel it, you know, kind of coming together. Like I said, I'm working on the, um, the, the cover of the book and getting that, that part of it done. Um, so, you know, I'm tweaking that just a little bit now, but no, we'll have it done before the end of the year. Where might we be able to find the find this, Robin? Would it be available on Amazon on your website? What uh, what where where can we find this? It's going to be uh, both places. Uh, Amazon will be the primary distributor, uh, so you'll be able to uh, get it via ebook, uh, and also uh, I'll probably print some off and you know um, have some available in in uh, in, in paperback. Uh, and you'll definitely be able to access it through my, uh, through my website. Um, and what's your, uh, what's your website, Robin? My website is um, www.robinroyals.com. Robinroyals.com. Okay. Well, great. And, um, and uh, if you'd like, Robin, I'd love to, love to have a cross, uh, you know, have a cross link on, uh, KakoDeepAnalytics.com as well, so that uh, people can access it there too, if that's okay. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to, love to, love to help in any way that I could, Robin. So, well, I appreciate your uh, appreciate your time today, and uh, look forward. You know, Robin, you and I have had the uh, the the great fortune of working together uh, a long time. So we're coming up on twenty years together in some way, shape, or form, Robin. Wow, that's 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 unbelievable. But I guess Isn't that it doesn't seem like we're old enough to be have to have worked together for 20 years, Robin. Well, you know, that's the thing about having kids. Uh, you think that you're not, you're not aging and then you look at them and they're they're becoming young adults or adults and now they're having kids. So, you know, we can't stay our same age. Uh, we got to go along. <laughs> right. We have to go along right with them. So so we're getting older, that's too. Right. That's right, man. That's right. That's right. Well, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the opportunity for us to to get together today, and I I loved hearing about hearing about your book, and I uh, can't wait to uh, to pick it up and and read it cover to cover, Robin. Yeah, one Thank of the things one of the things I'd love to do um, is I'll put this out there is that you know we we kind of just talked about it in general terms, but I'd love to come back on again and go into the book in more depth. Um, because it's a, you know, it's kind of a, a lot there. Uh, and there's a, a five-step process that I introduced uh, that I'd love to kind of do some future podcasts where we talk about um, maybe go, go step-by-step where we talk about uh, the different steps in the process so uh, people can get a better understanding of what this is all about. That'd be great, Robin. I'd love, I'd love to do that. And uh, we'll definitely what we can definitely do that. Well, let's, let's go ahead and get it on the, get it on the calendar and make sure it happens. Sounds good. All right. Thanks Robin. Okay. Appreciate it. Bye-bye now.